happy to have on the show today, Joe Coey. He's the founder of SalesX. They help you combine internet marketing and sales execution. You went from having a $7 million sales quota to jumping into business with beer goggles on. How did that happen? Yeah, so I was the director of sales for a software company selling into the SAP environment. Prior to that, I was doing enterprise software sales, started out at Oracle, selling software, telesales over the phone, that kind of stuff back in 10 years prior to that. And so I was carrying these large quotas and people were always after my commissions. Like they were trying to figure out how to pay less commissions and how to give you more quota, lower your rate, this and that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to start my own business. So I decided I want to start SalesX as a sales consulting company to help other companies get started um, with sales and sales funnel and sales CRM and sales pitch and all that stuff. And what happened is I had in my head that it was going to take about three to four months to get it going because it's just, I was always carrying such a large quota for me to actually make like double my salary. I figured out it'll probably take a couple of months, three, four months. So I, I had, uh, a little bit of savings, not much, like enough to cover me for a couple of months. And I got uh, a couple more months worth of money from uh, credit cards back in those days they had uh, no interest type for 90 days or whatever. And I put that money in the back and I started sales. And what happened is I actually didn't make the kind of money I was making in 2009. So I started sales on January of 2010, January 1st, 2010. I didn't start making that kind of money that I was making in 2009 until 2000. 14, 2015. So it literally took five years to get back to the income level that I had when I was head of sales for this organization, this other organization. So like I went from making well over, well, I was thinking 2009, my, my salary, VPSL salary. And in 2010, I made seven grand of gross sales. So basically nothing made zero. Seven grand is basically zero. So it, it was, it was quite a, a journey to actually get Celtics going because what happened is it turned out that people didn't actually need sales consulting about how to get more sales as they needed like way more basic stuff. Like the first half a dozen clients, none of them had good websites. This is back in 2010. So I'm like, geez, you guys need websites. Who's, who's going to do your website? And I'm like, I have an engineering background. I'll do your, I'll learn how to do WordPress and I'll do the website. Started doing the websites. Then they needed SEO. And I'm like, okay, who's going to do their SEO? I guess I'll learn how to do SEO. I'll do your SEO. So I had to learn how to do SEO. So I went to like lindo.com, started learning how to do websites, how to do SEO, how to do pay-per-clicks get all these certifications from Linda. So I ended up working like 14, 15 hour days just because I was telling people I could do this for them. And then I had to go learn how to do it and, and do it. And then later we stopped doing some of the more rudimentary stuff and we started doing just the Google ads and scaling that part of the business. And since then we're uh, five times, you can see the plaques back there. Five times winners of the U.S. Search Awards, three times for best agency, 
uh, also best use of data and best campaigns. So we've created automation at sales edge. That's just incredible. We have this team, team has been with me for over eight years, my core team. And yeah, it was worth it at the end, but there were nights that I was actually sleeping on the office floor just because I was so exhausted. I couldn't even drive home and the AC, the, like the heater was off because it's an industrial building. And so it was just like shivering on the office floor overnight, just from exhaustion of not wanting to drive home. But yeah, that's, that it was definitely, it seemed like a big failure in the beginning, but I just had to stick it through and keep teaching myself whatever it took to, to execute and then execute. But the having the sales skills didn't hurt either though, because a lot of businesses that can't sell in the beginning, they have everything all queued up, no sales. I didn't have that problem. I had the sales, but then it was just like in the past, I would get, I would get the purchase order. I would make a copy for the sales reception. I would make a copy for the accounting department and I'd make a copy for the consulting department. I'd have a copy for my own file and that's off I went to the next deal. But at SalesX, I was like, I'd get the deal and I'm like, oh, who's going to do this work now? <laughs> so I had to, I had to figure out all that stuff. And I hadn't thought about any of that in the beginning. It's just, I just jumped in, jumped off the cliff and then made the water appear underneath me on the way down. But it took a lot. What kept you going for those five years during the hard times? I just, it was just that I knew the need was there, right? People are like desperately needed these services. They were suffering and like, I knew I could do it. They're not, you're not like trying to bench press 475 that you might be like, oh, well, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. This is stuff that you could do, but people just didn't have the expertise. Like I had my first client, um, and they, she wasn't my first client, but she was my first client in a certain vertical, which was the home care industry, the kind of in-home care. And we ended up actually getting 80 of the franchisees from, she was my first one. And at some point we had 80 of them. And then I separated, I broke out that division called care marketer. And I sold that separately to another agency and that helped us completely get out of debt, pay off all the Salzex debt, pay off all the credit card debt, pay off all the student loans from back in the days. But that client, she had paid five grand to some dude, uh, for a blog. And that dude had just done the blog and she had put in a bunch of work, written a blog, bunch of blog posts, but that dude had registered her domain under his own name. And then his, he had folded up his company and left out of town. He had gone to like Sacramento, was doing something else. And her blog like was dead and the hosting it and she couldn't recover it. So I had to actually chase that guy down. I had to hit him up on Twitter and say, Hey man, we need to get in touch and basically spend eight hours on support with GoDaddy with conferencing him and to transfer everything and recover the, the lost data because he had disconnected the, the server, blah, blah, blah. But she couldn't do any of that. She wouldn't have been able to, that would be like benching 475 for her. 
what I could. I was just like, whatever. And so because of people like that, then after that, she's, oh my God, the owners of these homes and that solar agencies, they all need your help. Let me just introduce you to, and then I got from one owner, I got, okay, she was the Mountain View and I got like the San Francisco, I got the Peninsula, I got Marin, I got Oakland. And then we got in touch with the franchisor and they're like, okay, present to the California owners meeting. And we got 30 more people from there. And then they're like, oh, okay, now you got 35 of these franchisees. Let us, they checked our work and they're like, okay, you're an approved vendor. You have to come to our kind of invitation only once a year conference. We got 50 more there over the years and made a lot of good friends. I'm still in touch with Michelle, that first customer. She's like my older sister. We're still in touch and everything else. So people, if you're, if you have skills that people need, then that drives you, right? You're like, can't just abandon these people. I got to do it for them. It goes to show also when you really take care of somebody like that and, and go above and beyond how they just want to repay the favor. Right. So what's the core of what you do with SalesX today? Because now it's, it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. So we're an ad agency. We, we're a digital ad agency. We manage digital budgets for companies and about 75% of our business is from Google ads and the Google ads platform. So whether it's the search display video, uh, shopping, whatever it might be. And about 6%, 7% is with Microsoft Bing and about 18, 19% is with Facebook. So it's those three platforms that we typically manage Google's manage our clients spend and our clients, we generate well over 75,000 kind of leads per month for our clients. I and mean, we have clients that went from being a $30 million business to being a half a billion dollar business while they were working with us on the high end. And we have other clients that have gone from $10,000 a month spend budget to $80,000, $100,000 and going from having one daycare center. So having 15 daycare centers and then a second brand and then 10 more daycare centers in that brand. And this all happened because of our skills of being able to bring in generating, uh, leads for them, or we have e-commerce clients that, ha that are spending tons of money bringing their returns on basically Google. Typically in e-commerce, you have multiple channels. You have email, you have affiliates, you have online advertising, you have SEO, like organic search. Um, we operate on a KPI basis. So we're like, Hey, what is the number that you're looking for? How much is a lead worth for you? Okay. And, and we help people calculate those conversion rates. I came up with this, uh, this idea called the business value of advertising technology. I call it BVAT. And basically people think about only one, um, business value dial when they think about advertising and that one business value dial is increased revenue. Okay. That's all they're like, okay, we're going to advertise. Why? Cause we're going to increase revenue. Okay. Great. That's one. 
Okay. I've come up with 11 other ones besides that one. And their descriptions and their calculations are all on the Salzix website, salzix.com slash BVAT. Basically, besides the increased revenue, there's all these other value dials that you could turn for your business. Like you could do optimizing existing markets. You could do opening new markets. You could reduce time to market. You could do like the cross-selling or upselling stuff. You could reduce or increase inventory time. So selling more stuff faster. You could reduce headcount or reduction of headcount so that you're not necessarily or reduce material costs. So if you're identifying, this is where I'm selling most, or this is where the market could be, then you could negotiate bigger discounts on that particular raw materials or the, the inventory stuff. So we do, I do the business consulting with our clients just as a part of our service. I help them identify areas of improvement in their business and help them wrap their arms around what are the differences between traditional sales or lead generation versus internet sales and lead generation. Those things are different. Okay. And then how do you compensate for those differences? Because a lot of people could start generating stuff through the web and say, ah, oh, it's just not as good. So they give up and it's not, it's not that it's not as good. It's just that it's different. And this is how it's different. Let me point out to you how it's different. And then this is how you can overcome those differences because so all of that, it, it goes on from there because a lot of people, they don't even know what their business is good for until they get a lot of data and then they start tracking the data. We start tracking the data for them and we're like, actually, you think this is your top thing, but it's not. This is your top thing. And they're like, oh, really? Why? It's because for this thing, your cost per closed deal, your cost per closed lead is like a third of this. So for the, the dollar that you spend here, you have to spend $3 here to get this. So you could sell three times as many for the same money as one time as many. That's why this is better for you than this. And they only can identify that through tracking and closely like calculating all the data, crunching the data. So we're data junkies here at SalesX, and that's the kind of stuff that we love doing. So if our listeners want to get in touch with you data junkies, how could they do? Yeah, they could go to SalesX.com. They could send me an email at joe at SalesX.com or just fill out the form on SalesX.com or call the number and I'm available. So we don't, we're called sales decks, but we don't actually have a sales team. We've never had a sales team. So if somebody wants to work with us, they end up talking with me. We're a small boutique agency and all of our business is either from referrals or it's from reading off on our uh, thought leadership stuff on websites like search engine land or whatever it might be. But yeah. So if they reach out through the website. I'll be the one getting their inquiry. Okay. Thank you, Joe, for coming on the show and everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.